can I get down so I can I like the way you work it. No the spotlight is on our athletes on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Join us for the Athlete Spotlight with David Riley and Princess Cooper. We love promoting the student-athlete performing in the classroom and on the field in court. We get the latest from those competing, succeeding, and moving up the recruiting ladder. No scrubs on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. All right, welcome to Never Had It So Good, Sports Talk Radio. Um, It's the Athlete Spotlight. That's what we do on Thursdays, every other Thursday, and I'm excited about it. Let me get in my my co-host, Duck Riley, sir. How are you? Precious, I I, I, I hung out with Sam Wright, so I'm good. I'm good. Coach Wright. Yeah, I bet you you are not dancing today (laughs) in that boot. (laughs) Uh, blame it on blame it on Coach Wright, Princess. Blame him. Blame it on Coach Wright. <laughs> we want to get Ian in here first, to Coach Wright. <laughs> right. All right. Let's go ahead and welcome in our, our featured athlete, um, Ian Klein. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? Doing really good. Doing really good. Thank you for hanging out with us tonight. Yes, ma'am. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Awesome. Let me welcome in Mom. How are you? Hi, good, thanks. How are you? Good, good, good. All right, Duck, you want me to welcome in um, Coach, too? Coach, how are you? I think they're driving, Duck. Why don't you go ahead and get started? Okay, well, first of all, if Ian and Mom know him like I do, we know he's not bashful, so anyway. Yeah. All right. You want me to try okay. one more time and open up this mic, or I'll get you guys to start. Well, we'll get going and then see see what he has to say when he when he when you okay. can get him in. Okay. All right. Uh, first, first of all, welcome, mom. Welcome in. Uh, in, uh, I'd like to kind of start off with you and kind of ask you, you know, growing up, how did you get involved in sports? Um, I mean, I've always had a very sports-oriented family. I mean, it's kind of like everybody played sports growing up, and it's just something I've always wanted to do and always loved. So what sports did you play growing up? Um, I did football, basketball, and baseball. Or, sorry, the first I did start out with soccer, basketball, and baseball, <laughs> and then eventually moved up into football during contact. See, and, and I'm just amazed how soccer has kind of taken off uh, in West Virginia because I'm a – I'm I'm, born, I'm I was born and raised in Mattdale County in West Virginia, so I'm just kind of amazed that I came back and I saw how, how many uh, schools participated in soccer. So that, that's a good thing. Uh, so, what sport did you end up falling in love with? Uh, I have to say football. Okay, okay. So, uh, when it comes to uh, athletics and it comes to uh academics how do you manage your time um well it's kind of like laid out for us pretty well i mean province day uh the school i'm down at right now does a really good job of making sure we know what we're doing and what kind of homework assignments we have and easy access so i mean 
right after school, uh, I go to practice. And then after that, after about 7 o'clock, get home around 7.38, uh, I have time to do any homework that I didn't have time to do during the school day. But, I mean, they set up nicely to where you can get most of your schoolwork done in the school day if you're not messing around. Oh, that's good. I want to bring Mom in. Mom, you hear what uh, Ian said about, you know, managing his time and stuff. So when you're there, do you manage uh, the academics or the athletics? What's the discussion with Ian? Well, he I've been very fortunate because um, he has actually always been a little bit of an overachiever in both of them. So he had to have a lot of guidance. Um He's been pretty independent. I was uh, I was actually kind of sick when he was growing up and had some chronic health issues, and so he became very independent uh, at a very early age, and he's just always kind of taking care of his own business. Now, I, he may procrastinate a little bit and sometimes have to be, um, you know, redirected, uh, uh, but he's, he's always done extremely well with his grades. I, I, I mean, I don't think he's – he may have had – two B's in his entire life um, and uh, he's always just kept, he's kept up with that and he, he works really, really hard uh, with his sports. I mean, it's just kind of his love so you, I've never had to bug him to like do extra work or um, you know, work hard because he, it's just kind of innate in who he is and that's what he does. Okay, so mom, uh, you know, hearing all of that, so when, when you go to well, Princess will ask you about the other part, but anyway, when we uh, when we talking about uh, him as an athlete, when did you notice that hmm, my son is pretty good? He might have a chance to maybe go on to college. When when did you realize that? Um, I will say this: there have been lots of people along his path said from a very early age. Um, that he was special. And, you know, at that time, you don't know my, like I said, my family, we've kind of all been athletes, if you will. Um, my brother was a two sport college athlete and he went on to play eight years of minor league baseball. And, um, you know, I've got three nephews that all have won state championships. Two of them are playing college basketball right now. Um, you know, Ian's dad played college ball. So I didn't know at that point, like, you know, he's athletic and I knew that, but I didn't know, you know, you don't know at that age because you have some superstars. My dad was a little league basketball coach for like 26 years. He was a pastor, but he also loved coaching youth sports. And I know that, you know, at that age you have some, some ball players that are superstars in little league and then by the time they get to high school, they don't even play anymore. So I I don't know when I knew, I I think I always thought everything always kind of just came easy for him, but probably, um, <laughs> I, don't, I, I will say this one year his second or third year playing uh, little league um, peewee football one of his coaches and I think it's actually still on the internet um, one of his coaches did a highlight film for him and literally their little team every time he even would touch the ball he would score I mean nobody stopped him really and there were two other players at that time and they were I mean we we would outscore, and I remember posting those highlights, you know, because he did them, and it was like an eight-minute highlight film. And I do remember on Facebook, I was on Facebook at the time, and, and even then people commented and said, that boy's going to be special, that boy's special, you know. So maybe then when he was even in, in Pee Wee, but definitely by the time he got to middle school, 
you know, you could tell he kind of just stood out um, a lot in 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 pretty much any sport you played. He was he he did really well. Okay, uh, I'm gonna come back to you, Ann. Uh, oh, well, before I come back to you, I want I gotta go back to mom. You talked about your nephews playing basketball, correct? Yes, yes, sir. Okay, uh, are they still playing in college now? Yes. Well, so Eli Allen, uh, which he ended up, he was the Gatorade State Player of the Year last year, and uh, they were back-to-back state champs. He's a freshman playing at Nova Southeastern, which they were Division Two champions last year. He's actually been injured. Um, he hurt his foot the first scrimmage, and he is actually going to come back, um, and he's going to play um, – Saturday's his first game. My other nephew was actually, he started as a freshman at Shepherd, uh, which is in Martinsburg, or Shepherdstown. Um, he's playing there at a D2 um, college. And he just, unfortunately, he just, um, he's been struggling with an injury and he just realized towards quad tendon. So he's going to have to have surgery Tuesday and he's going to be out and have to register this year. But yes, they're both freshmen and they both have, um, a very high ceiling for doing really, really well in basketball. Um, okay, okay. I, I'm not a recruiter for West Virginia U, but okay. So yes. before Princess get on and say something. But anyway, all right. Uh, I appreciate that information. I'm going to have to look them up. Uh, yes. They're Bertie Davis is my one nephew from Shepherd. Uh, he played at Morgantown High. But like I said, it's kind of funny because going back to the state championship ring that Ian just got, so he, there's three, there were three nephews. All those boys were really close. Three of those guys won back-to-back state championship rings in West Virginia. Um, and so Ian was the only one of the cousins that hadn't, hadn't gotten the state championship ring. So he, he's got his first one, but he's got one more to get to Tyler. So. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Ian, the transformation from West Virginia to North Carolina, how was it? I mean, it's pretty smooth. I mean, I came down, didn't really have time to think and react to Charlotte. I mean, I came down first day, drove down, got a place on Saturday, and then had practice Monday morning. So, I mean, it was kind of quick, all quick to me, but I think I set in pretty nice to it. Okay. And and Coach Lee, who I know personally, had, had a lot of great things to say about you. So, I kind of knew you were here, but unfortunately, I wasn't able to get out and see any games. And plus, your coach uh, kind of kept me abreast of how well you were doing, so that's a good thing. Now, what type of college are you looking for? I mean, I'm just kind of looking for. Obviously, I want to play at a power high power five level or a big D one level, but I mean, uh, really just a college where I can get early playing time and a college where I can get a nice degree and set myself up for life later on. Okay, I personally I only know one school like that. Uh but anyway, uh what do you have a ritual before the game? Um I used to before a game I would like shut down talking, like right when the bell would ring, I would plug my AirPods in and wouldn't talk for about four hours. But with the new school and you want teammates to like you and you gotta talk to coaches, I really had to get away with that. <laughs> But I mean, other than that, uh, basically just uh, I pray before every time I go out in the field. I pray with mom when she first gets to the game. She gives me an electrolyte drink. But besides that, just listen to music and stay focused on what I have to do. 
Okay. If I came by you while you had your earbuds in and I listened to what you had on, what will I be listening to? Um, probably some type of rap music. I don't really have my own playlist. I just pick a song and the rest of them play that are similar. Well, well I'm, I'm hip to all of this, so throw, throw out a couple of rappers' <laughs> names. <laughs> I really wish I could tell you, but... Uh, I think the guys who really, like, if I don't have an AirPod in, which that's only, like, right before, most of the time they got the jukebox playing with uh, all the rap songs that they got. So if you wanted to ask that question, I might have to send you his number. <laughs> okay. And uh, he wouldn't uh, know even anyway. Even after you tell him, he won't know. <laughs> anyway, coming back to mom, I'm not listening to Princess. I, mom, what <laughs> yes. advice would you give another parent? that is listening to the progression of uh, Ian, and what would you tell them advice as far as what steps to take in this recruiting process? Well, um, I'll tell you, we have done, we have done it all. So um, I was uh, pretty heavily involved in it. Well, initially we, when, when we, when he was at West Virginia, um, you know, to be able to get exposure, if you will, the only way, that we could kind of get that special was taken into camp. So that first year between freshman and sophomore year, so his freshman year, we didn't know anything about it. You know, uh, COVID, it was the COVID year, so I, I don't even think they had camps. But right between his freshman and sophomore year, we said, I said, we're going to do some camps. And really at the time, to be honest, I was actually taking him to these camps because he used to always go to like WVU football camp as a, you know, as a, um, junior like they had those junior camps so he would go to those camps to learn and and you know it's more of like a PR thing if you will but I thought that you went to these camps to learn you know different techniques and get coached up I didn't realize it was you know kind of strictly for recruiting purposes mainly so he he had to play DB his freshman year he he um he started as a DB and he had never really played DB because he was mostly linebacker when he was in middle school. So I, I remember the first, you know, camp where we're like, well, look, you got to go. So you got to, you know, learn this DB stuff and be taught. And once we went to that first camp, um, he actually got noticed from simply the drills and, and how he performed at camp. Nobody knew him. Um, believe it or not, it was Chad Scott at WVU, but they pulled him aside. And then once we realized, I'm like, hey, you know, I think he's pretty good. But, I mean, you don't know because I've never had him go up against, you know, that caliber of player. So you don't know what to expect. But once once that happens, I do think that that, for me, that was a moment that I was like, you know what, hmm, this kid may be pretty good. You know, because uh, Chad Scott pulled us to the side and he, he had a little sheet and he said, you know, not everybody, we do drills and we do certain things here to weed people out. And he's like, not everybody can play at this level. And he's like, I, I want to show you where your son is. On um, you know, he graded everybody out at like good, better, best, and like Ian was always in like the best column for the you know what he had, he, what he was looking for. So I think that kind of opened my eyes. And uh, we did a lot of recruiting camps. I will say, looking back now, um, we probably camped too much, and we did a lot of. I mean, we kept the roads hot. I think we went to eleven Power Five camps that first <laughs> that first year back to back to back and uh, you know we probably we probably did too much but that was kind of there at the time I thought it was the only way we were going to get noticed and and it definitely did 
put in on a lot of people's radars. Um, but, you know, my advice, I guess, is to just really follow the lead of your your child. If, if it's hit, if it wasn't Ian's desire, I would have not done what I did. But because he was so motivated and he was willing to put in this extra work, I thought, you know, the least I could do is try to drive him and pay $50 to get him to where, you know, that would possibly get him an opportunity, um, you know, to each their own. But, um, but I just wanted to try to give my kid the best opportunity I could and, and um, you know, that that's okay. what we had to do. Now, now in Providence Day, I think it's different. I think that, you know, the parents don't have to do as much because there's probably more exposure just by being on that field. Um, so, you know, I just have to sit back and be mom and say good job and, you know, leave the recruiting aspect to the coaches there because it's a different, it, you know, I'm just being honest, it's a different it's a different atmosphere than what, unfortunately, the athletes face in West Virginia, you know, so. Right. Okay. Uh, Ian, what advice would you give another young man that's uh, going through this uh, process? I mean, kind of similar to what Mom was saying. I mean, the big thing is make sure you're straight, make sure you're you're good in your footwork and your position, and uh, obviously you got to make sure you're good in the metrics, but just try to get in front of the right eyes, whether that be at camps whether your school is good enough where coaches will come and watch you work out, but you just got to get yourself in the right eyes with the right abilities so they can therefore evaluate you and hopefully give you the things you want. Okay, uh, Princess? So, Ian, um, how has the transition been? Um, I, I think I saw where you, you put a, a good vibe when you were leaving that high school and coming to North Carolina. What else has been some of the differences coming from, from you know, the West Virginia area to North Carolina area? I think it's just uh, it's just so much different, like going from a small town in rural West Virginia to now I'm in the mm-hmm. big city of Charlotte, North Carolina, and there's just there's so much more people and there's better yeah. competition and there's just so much more school, so it's like, even though I think I had a pretty good year, there's still so many kids out there, and it just it makes you realize how much harder you have to work to get where you want to be. Yeah, yeah. So now, who is it that you kind of pattern your game after? Are you, you know, that's in college or the NFL right now that you like and that you try to take some clues from? Um, I definitely say uh, my favorite player is Christian McCaffrey, but that's just the way <laughs> I, I love the way he plays, love the way he runs. I mean, he he's a do it all back, and I think he's you know, best in the league right now, but, uh, you know, argue with, okay. argue with me later on that one. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, like guys. I, mean, I, like, I like Saquon and, you know, Will Shipley mm-hmm. in college. I mean, there's some other guys that are very good runners that I enjoy watching. Shipley, Clemson? Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. Let's see, um, Duck, if we can get Coach in here. Um, Coach, are you with us? He says he's on the he says he's on the call. Yeah. Okay. I am. Can y'all hear me? Uh, we we got you. We got you. How are you? Hey, good evening. How you do? I'm doing well. How y'all doing this evening? Doing good. Doing good. What do you have for us? What do you want to ask Ian? Or even what do you want to say about it? Yeah, I yeah, I told uh Coach Wright I Coach Wright, I told him that you were bashful. But go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 I got a laugh. I know we're on the radio. So I got yeah, I can tell by that laugh. That was know. just a joke for sure. Yeah. <laughs> they both know I'm not bad. <laughs> hey, Ian, you know, since you made that transition out here from West Virginia, man, down to North Carolina, 
and I was telling you how much I used to hang out in West Virginia, do football camps or whatever, Coach Rowley. I had that transition been, man, I'm just supposed to ask, you know, as it relates to, you know, the different speed and athleticism of the kids that you are playing with now in comparison to with to the kids that you were playing against up there in West Virginia. I mean, it's, it's, it's a world of difference. I mean, the kids down here, there's a lot, uh, they're a lot faster, a lot bigger, and they're better. I guess they're better. Uh, they've been in it longer. They know how the game works, so they know how good they have to be to get recruited. So the kids in the caliber are a lot better on average. But, I mean, I will say with West Virginia kids, they are strong and they are big, and they do like to tackle well. So I'm not going to say nothing about the tackling, but West Virginia <laughs> will wrap up and take you down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but all I heard is that, you know, uh, that North Carolina athletes are better than West Virginia athletes. That's all I heard. Hey. Is that what you heard? Hey, hey, hey. I know. First of all, I, know. First of all, I, I haven't ever heard that. <laughs> I think that just might be the I, population, but we'll, we'll just we'll leave that at that. I yeah. I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to take it there, but, you know, Ian know where I'm going with that because I know when Ian came down here, he had to do, you know get adjusted to you know the speed of the game, you know like mm-hmm. the, the game of football as well. Because we did a lot with him over there this year, probably day with the blocker scheme, you know blitz pickup. So learning that type of stuff, Ian, I don't know like how you guys did it up in West Virginia, but do you think the coaching down here, man, has really prepared you to get ready for that <laughs> next level as you leave, you know, get ready to come up to your senior year now high school? and getting ready to, you know, go off to college. Now, how do you think the coach has been, has it helped you, benefit you, you know, to take your game to that next level? Yeah, I definitely think Coach Green plays with a different speed. I mean, he's definitely got that more new type of new era offense, that air raid. So, I mean, but it's not like, you know, back in the day where they just used to run the ball and the wing tee. It's a lot different. It's a lot higher speed. It's no huddle ball. I mean, it's get, it's run a play, run a play, get back on the ball, pass play. I mean, it's very quick, very high level, high intensity ball that I really ain't been used to. But and with the mass of the playbook and the speed of which we play, it was, it was definitely an adjustment. But I think I matched it pretty quickly. Yeah. Hey, coach, hey, coach Wright. Don't even yes, try sir. to compare the coaching, Coach Wright. Please don't. <laughs> no, I wasn't trying to compare the coaching. I'm just saying, you know. The level that we coach the kids up at Providence, I think the kids are getting from, you know, being taught how to play the game at a pretty high level to be able to be successful. And, you know, once they graduate from high school, those that want to go off to college. That's where I was going yeah. with it, Coach. I want to compare <laughs> West Virginia <laughs> down here, man. Well, you, Coach, I, coach I, Ray, you know the duck is sensitive. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mom. I was gonna. Ha- I had an opinion about the West Virginia versus North Carolina athletes and stuff. I will say this. You know, West Virginia, unfortunately, is is one of those states that, you know, it's kind of looked down on that there aren't athletes in West Virginia. And and I guess my point is that there are that – is, that is, that's not fair to the athletes that are here. And I will say that the difference is, you know, you're on a football team in a, in a small rural town, right? So there's a certain number of people that come from high school football. Well, the, the, the amount of – Amount of athletes on that team that have the same goals and ambitions as my son to go to Division One football are very, very minimal. They're out there to have fun, to play high school ball, but they don't have the same, I guess, goal and ambition for the long term. Whereas in, at Providence Day, you have 
a much higher percentage of those athletes mm-hmm. are willing to work and to put in that effort to get to the same level. So I, I think that there's diamonds in the grass, and I think that East, you know, that West Virginia has some has some dolls and has some athletes, and I, my son's, you know, proof of that. But as a general rule, you just don't have the ability, and you almost have to like take what you get in the in these rural areas with football, and the coaches have to kind of coach, you know, coach up their kids, if you will. But um, that that's the biggest difference that I see. And I, I think that I can speak for a lot of people that Providence Day coaching um, is next level. You know, I don't think there's many high schools in America probably that have the level of talent that Providence Day has as far as their coaching staff, the level of coaches that have played NFL, that have played college ball. I mean, there's some elite coaching going on at that school. And I don't think – I don't I think it's probably above average for what you see even in – you know, North Carolina high schools or South Carolina high schools or high school. I don't think that a lot of teams are blessed the way that that school is um, for having the the amount of experience on that coaching staff. That's my that's yeah. my that's mom's takeaway. And and I appreciate that, but mom, don't take us too serious. Anytime I can get a dig at Duck Riley from West Virginia, McDowell County, um, that's, that's probably what I'm yeah. going to do, even live on radio with you all. So, um, uh, Ian, I want to come back to you. Go ahead, Duck. Princess, all I know is I'm going to come over and take Freddie, uh, Coach Brown's spot and teach Ian how to really run the rock. <laughs> Ian, don't play Duck in the He played football in the 20s. In 1920, 25, somewhere in there. So um, don't don't pay much attention. But Ian, I do want to ask you: How do you handle your social media? Um, and are you in the middle of the recruiting area, you know, part now? And are you taking visits? Um, yeah, I mean, definitely social media is definitely a big part of recruiting nowadays. Uh, I mm-hmm. try to make sure I'm staying DMing coaches and trying to talk to coaches. But uh, here recently, it's been kind of dry when it comes to, like, responses and trying to get visits and stuff. But uh, Mm -hmm. I think that's just, you know, part of my process right now. I don't know really what's going on with that. But, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, not not many coaches are responding right now. So that might be because they're getting prepared for a bowl game or whatnot. But we'll see when uh, spring spring and January come. Yeah. Okay. Well, Well, good luck with that. Duck? Yeah, because he's an underclassman, right now they're – they're trying to go through the portal and get set mm-hmm. for next year. And, yeah, you going through spring ball, they'll have a lot of junior days, going, guys getting ready to go into that senior year. So, yeah, you'll probably get more. You'll hear from more people. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Coach Wright, thank you for being on. And, 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 and Mom and Ian, we really appreciate you all well, taking the time right, to be know. with us for sure. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. 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 The Athlete Spotlight with Ian Klein. This will be on iTunes and Spotify tomorrow. Um, Check us out. Never had it so good. Sports Radio. The Athlete Spotlight. And we feature Ian Klein. Duck uh, and Coach Wright, uh, you all have a great week for sure. Um, And then, you know. Let's go Mountaineers. Let's go Mountaineers. Okay. (laughs) Lord, have mercy. Okay, um, <laughs> go Gators. That's all I can really say to say to that. Um, and then you guys have a great weekend. And Duck, I will see you. I guess on Monday. I really wanted to get in my question about Draymond Green, but we're going to have to move on and <laughs> get ready. 
ready. I'm not messing for, with you, Precious. <laughs> for the next show. Never had a so good sports radio. We're going to get that ready 7 p.m. See no sports. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.